0: What up everybody, Ryan Rucco, CC Sabathia with you, brand new episode of R2C2, what was Kevin Cash thinking and why is CC triggered by ESPN? You're going to find out coming up next on an all new R2C2 starts now. R2C2 is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the Ringer Podcast Network. Looking for a better way to bet on your favorite sports online? If you can dream it, you can probably bet it through FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel offers spreads, parlays, money lines, over-under props, and in-game bets all in an easy-to-use app. When you win, you can receive your winnings in your bank account in as little as 48 hours through safe and secure process. Check out FanDuel Sportsbook app today to experience sports betting the way it always should have been. FanDuel, more ways to win. 21 plus and present in new jersey pennsylvania west virginia indiana or colorado gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or in west virginia visit www.1-800-GAMBLER.net in indiana call 1-800-9 with it or in colorado call 1-800-522-4700
1: What's up, everybody? We back another R two C two. But look at us, Kess. We're in person, Yo, man. Yo, it's been a while. Good
0: to see you, man. You too, bro. Yeah, I have to say, um, I expected a a wonderful new physique. It's <laughs> even more impressive than I expected, Thank man. You, you dog. Look, Thank you, Doug. Thank you, You Actually, do you do you feel like a linebacker? Because you look like, I mean, you'd be you know, a tall linebacker.
1: I feel like a like a golfer is half. Really? I'm not, I'm going more golf physique than I am like like linebacker. What does that entail? Like I, what, what, I, I don't know, I mean, but the new golfers <laughs> look jacked though, you do, know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah, You know DeSamboe and Tiger was jack for a little yeah. bit so Kepka yeah, Captain Jack. He's yeah. Jack. That's, so that, that's, that's true. That's that's the more of the look I'm going for.
0: All right. That's fair. I, that's fair. Well, it's working, man. I And you got a nice, fun golf sweater oh, on yeah. today, too. Thank
1: you. It's Eastside Golf. This is a, a company out of Detroit. Pretty cool. Oh, really? I got this for my birthday from um, Amber's best friend, Sam, a really close uh, friend of ours. And uh, I loved it. So- I've been rocking it a lot. I've been rocking just. I've been buying all golf shit. All I do on my phone is like look at golf shit all day. That's awesome. I'm like addicted. That in the gym, I'm addicted.
0: Yeah. Well, you're even getting up. I mean, you do a live stream after Game Six with uh, Bill Simmons. On
1: the ringer. I had no idea she was live. I
0: <laughs> <laughs> had, had no idea it was live. Probably made the content even better. And then, did you get up and work out at six? I worked out
1: this morning, yeah. I didn't get up at six. I worked out at nine this morning, though. Okay, good. I've been, I've been getting up later. Yeah, that's
0: because um, you were doing a 6 a.m. for a little while. I was doing while, 6
1: a.m. for a little while. Sundays, I do 6 a.m. Oh my gosh. Man. I see you got a new hobby walking around with fucking clear wipes for your head.
0: Hey, I do, man. Where did I put
1: those they're, things? They're, they are, let me tell you something. <laughs> they are
0: fantastic. So here's the great thing about these clear wipes. They don't take your makeup off. So I know that's a big concern of yours, right? You don't want to sweat your I, makeup. I can't smudge my makeup. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's a big concern. But like, so it's just like anti Because, you know, I sweat all the time yeah. when I'm doing stuff. Yeah, so it still
0: gets the sweat, but, but more so the shine. Because okay. the
1: biggest thing, like, you know, the biggest thing with TV
0: cameras, right, is like that just that, that, that shine, shine, you yeah. know? Like you don't want that shine. And especially now with my bald head, like, I need yeah, it you gotta even take more. care of that. Yeah, I, gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta pat it even more. How many times a week you shave them? I if I have something going on, I'll shave it every any morning. I had, like today, I shaved it yesterday, but I also shaved it today because I knew. We were but like do just this. with clippers, with a with the razor. razor, like a Mach Five or yeah. whatever, or Gillette Fusion, I think is what I'm using, <laughs> just in case they want to sponsor. Yeah, the, if they want to the sponsor the podcast, us. yeah, <laughs> like I. I, so I'm doing it like I'm doing it like you know probably on using the manscape either. like like oh. Sammy was
1: using it on his head.
0: It's unbelievable. <laughs> he, he found a new use for it, man. Oh my gosh, just ridiculous. How often do you do it?
1: Only once a week. Oh, so you just have I rock have hats the all the time, bro. Yeah, I, yeah. I look like George Jefferson by Sunday.
0: Yeah, because what I was gonna say, dude, is like by the time I like I literally I shaved it this this morning. By the time I hit tonight. It's gonna like I'm gonna start to have like a decent amount of the chia pet, you know, starting to go. And then so so you yeah. So if I don't have anything going on, I'll just walk around the house. Doesn't matter, right? But like once I have like some on camera, it's like I gotta. You know what?
1: I tried to shave my head one time, but this is when I was bigger, obviously. Yeah. I got tired. I was like out of gas. Like. (laughs) Fucking! Why swear I mean, You know it's it a lot of work. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And I was like, I'm never doing this so wait, shit again. I just wait for my barber to come. So what I love. So it, I don't know now. Maybe I'm in better shape. I might be able to shave my head. Actually,
0: what I what I love is as you were a professional athlete. I can't shave you my head. Shave your head, not because you were worried about bleeding or nicking your head. <laughs> but I because I was out of were, gas. You because you were fatigued. <laughs> It would be great if you, like, missed a start because of <laughs> shaving head fatigue.
1: <laughs> Shoulder got tired, guys. Yeah, That would be
0: a, a serious baseball injury. I will say, like, every once in a while, like, I don't know if you see, I have, like, one little, maybe it's it's not scabbed anymore. But the other day, I, I did, like, a big boom, Nick. And I was like, oh, that's going to be, that's gonna like. That's going to be yeah. A, yeah. you know, I don't, did you shave it in the shower when you did it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So you're not, you can't see. You can't see. see anything. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're just doing it. But... No, nah, i just been waiting for Jordan, man. Fuck it.
0: <sighs> you know what? I, I will say, well, you know what's funny? Um, Sue and Megan were telling me the other day, they're like, yo, CeCe's got the barbershop at his house. That's
1: so cool. <laughs> I was like, I know, yeah. Yeah, There's, we got the and now we've been using, um, we have the nail shop too. So it's like a salon. Oh. It's got the uh, pedicure, you, manicure. So really? we've been doing that on Sundays. So it's been good. That's been a, good.
0: that's that's awesome. Here though.
1: You here, doing it. yeah, we've been doing it here. You
0: got, so you got the nails in, in the house. Yeah. That's next level. Yeah, man. No, it's
1: crazy because... Uh, like, I lived here, like, 11 years, and now I'm just finally, like, using all of the house. Yeah, Actually, yeah. like, living in a nice neighborhood. I didn't yeah. know half this shit from around <laughs> here. I just go from here to the stadium. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, like being able to, like, actually use our house and, like, be here and, like, be in the neighborhood has been fun.
0: See, now, that's what I think, and we'll get to slinging heat in a moment, but, you know, we haven't seen each other. A lot to catch up. Yeah. I mean, I, that's what I think, like, COVID people are realizing. Like, I know I realize, too, because my apartment used to just feel like Grand Central Station, right? And I love my apartment, but it'd be like all right i come in i stay a day i'm dropping my stuff off i'm sleeping i'm on the road you know what i mean i'm not like spending a ton of time yeah Yeah. and then when you're there all the time i think all of why has there been a max mass exodus from new york city because like oh wait like it'd be nice to be able to go outside (laughs) like it'd be cool not to pay out the arm for you know 800 square feet or whatever it is right like and you realize, like, oh no! Like having a house would be cool, like yeah. to be able to have some different places to go to have and have some explore. Space
1: and like, yeah. I mean, obviously, because you grew up like in yeah. a neighborhood yeah. like this, so, exactly. Like, yeah, you understand. I mean, yeah. having this and, and me for like me coming from uh Cleveland, yeah. And that's another reason I was scared to come here is because I thought, oh, you had to, you could live in the city. I didn't know anybody else that like lived in the suburbs. You Yeah, know what I, mean? I come from Cleveland. I lived in a place where it was like deer in my backyard, turkey and all that stuff, and. You know, to be able to come here and have the same thing, but then be 45 minutes from your house yeah. or, you know, the the garden or down the Broadway, like, I mean, you can't beat it. I'm never leaving here. No, <laughs> no. Man, <laughs> I'm dude, never leaving here. I
0: was even thinking, because just driving through, driving up, I was like... It's a beautiful area, man. It's so, so nice just, over here. It's so nice. It's so
1: nice. Foley is just great too. Yeah, I love fall. I, I never knew fall was my favorite season. Growing up in California there's no fucking season.
0: Oh yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's
1: just it rains for one month in February. That's it. That's it. Yeah. But uh, now having like seasons, I love the fall. So fall. this is my favorite time.
0: Fall's the best here. All right. Speaking of fall, see, give us your first slinging heat for the day. I know it is October related.
1: Mm-hmm. My first slinging heat is that Kevin Cash, I mean, we know probably made the worst <laughs> managerial <laughs> decision in World Series history, man. Uh. Like, that was probably one of the worst calls I've ever seen in the deciding game, you know, taking Blake Snell out with 72 pitches in the sixth inning after one single, and he had been dominating. You know, top of the order's coming up. The top of the orders was 0 for 6 with six punches against him. Yeah, that's um, crazy. I mean, he was dominating, you know, and he was, you know, controlling the, the at-bats. Mookie was having a tough time. Corey Seager, the, the World Series MVP, was having a tough time. So both of those guys at the top of your lineup, I mean, these guys were the catalyst for the Dodgers and the reason why they won the World Series, and he was controlling these guys. And you take them out to bring in, you know, your middle reliever who's given up six runs. I mean, a, a run in the last six appearances. Yeah. If 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 this is that big of a situation where where he gives up a single and then Mookie's coming up, then you need to bring in Diego Castillo. You got to bring in your guy. Yeah if this is your leverage situation why are you bringing in Nick Anderson yeah it just didn't make any i mean the shit didn't make no sense to me yeah. at all I, I mean i you know and if I'm Blake Snell man like bruh, get me out of there right give me somewhere where i can where i can show what i can do and, and the thing is is why you i mean you know you take him out of the 5 innings all these times during the season Okay, I understand. It's during the season. You're trying to save him for oh. to this fucking time. Oh. Yeah, you're saving him for now. Yeah, you're in fucking Game Six of the World Series, and this guy's controlling the game. You take him out of the seventy-two pitches it made no sense.
0: Yeah, I, I, I mean, what you just said is spot on. And the other thing is, he was taken out. He would, you know, he would pitch five innings or be taken out or whatever it might be. A lot of times because he had a high pitch count, right? I mean, mm-hmm. this was we talked about that. We the talked beginning about of the that World in the beginning series, of the World series. series, right? Like he's throwing. 25 pitches in the first and 20 in the second. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, he has a 30-pitch fourth, and it's like, well, now he's going into the fifth inning with 95 pitches, and you're like, well, uh, okay. You know, I mean, he can't go far. Well, just like he did in game
1: two, he could not have been more efficient last night. And the, the, the two times that we see him be most efficient during the season is in the World Series, yeah. and they take him out both fucking times. Oh,
0: I, it is, look, like, I mean, the thing I hate about it is, and, and we've had a lot of analytic discussions, right? But the thing that really bothers me is we are, and Jack Curry used this word. I was texting with him last night, Jack from yes. And I thought he nailed it. Like he was like, at some point we need to stop trying to forecast and just react to the game. And I was like, that's so spot on. Like there's it's there's such a consistent attempt to forecast right now. Right? Like I I need to get you out before it snows. Mm -hmm. Like I can't wait till I see a snowflake. Like, no. Like, if I'm if i if I'm looking outside and it's 75 degrees and sunny, I don't need to anticipate snow.
1: That's the thing. That, that works during the season. Right. I understand that. Yeah. I understand the analytics and the numbers behind that working during the season. Yeah. But when you get to the postseason, especially for the Rays, to beat the Dodgers, you're going to need somebody to step up and be the fucking hero. Yeah. And he was on his way to doing that both times for you. Yeah. If you let this play out and you guys win the World Series... He's the World Series MVP because he has to go eight nine innings both times to beat the Dodgers. Yeah, one nothing maybe or two to one. Yeah, and he was on his way to doing that. Yeah, and they took it out of his hands. Yeah. So I mean, I, I think you know they just kind of they didn't let him be who he is. Yeah. And it fucked him at the end. It, I, it, it's it,
0: it's painful as a baseball fan too, right? Because I'm watching that game, and even though I wanted the Dodgers to win the series, I was I would have been okay with the Game Seven, but. I was so engrossed with what Snell was doing. I was like, "This is awesome! This dude is just dealing mm-hmm. like, and against an amazing offense, he's just shutting them down. This is so fun to watch." And I felt like I was robbed as a fan when he took him out with one out in the sixth. I'm like, "What? Like this dude might have struck out
1: 15 guys." It was almost like we were watching him grow up right yeah. in front of our eyes. Like yeah. we know he had the talent. We know he's one to side young, but yeah. like you said, all those high pitch innings, you know, never gets him past the fifth inning. And he was literally growing up before our eyes, turning into this ace pitcher in the World Series, and they didn't let him fucking do it. It 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 kills
0: me, man. It kills me. I I, I if I was him, I'd be so upset. And here's the other thing: the psychological aspect, right? There's a, a double-sided coin here, and both sides fuck the Rays, okay. <laughs> well, well, one side is that the Dodgers see Snell come out of the game, and they say thank God, right? Now, Mookie perks up and Seeger perks up and everybody says, like, well, we wanted to face anybody but that dude Mm because that dude was dealing. And then you could just see with some of the comments, like Kevin Kiermeyer's comments and other Rays, the Rays are deflated when Snell gets taken out of the game. And as soon as Betts hits that double, the first batter Anderson face, you know, the whole team goes, well, you know, thanks, Cash. Like, we, we
1: saw this coming. It's hard to overcome that then psychologically as well, I feel like. It is. And that's like a huge momentum shift. Like you said, momentum shift. That's like you said, like Mookie perked up. Yeah. These guys were they, like any, they want to face anybody but that guy. Yeah. I remember in 17, we were facing uh, Verlander. And I remember Chase Haley coming back to the dugout like, bruh, I ain't got no fucking chance today. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, that's probably how they felt. Yeah. So like, I'm in the dugout like, shit, well, you know, we're going, we got, we're going to go to game seven. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I mean, I mean, and, and he was on his way to doing that.
0: And the second you take him out, all of a sudden, now that that thought process changes. And
1: for both teams, like you said, right. Then right. the Rays, at the same time, are like,
0: "Fuck, right, right." It's what not what are we doing, right? It's not just the Dodgers perking up; it's the Rays saying, "Like, I can't believe that that you know they're doing this to to us. I can't believe that they're not giving us our best chance." It it, it kills me, man. I I and I also think, look, like I, I'm. You know, I like analytics I, and and I, and I like using the numbers and I find them to be an incredibly valuable tool. And one of the things I like is they're able to find value in places where maybe otherwise it wouldn't be obvious. Even a player like Luke Voigt, right, who has all these underlying numbers that are great but hasn't had the success or opportunity. Wow, we find those numbers, you give them opportunity, boom, home run leader, right? But as good as the numbers are, there are some times where you just like, you you just have to let yourself not be too cute. And you just gotta, you gotta trust what you're seeing, right? And what we saw was a dude who was having no problem dominating.
1: And you know what's crazy is too, I feel like, I feel like for the longest time, um, on the flip side of that, Dave Roberts would manage Kershaw mm. he, in, the, in the World Series, he would manage him without analytics and just yeah. let him keep going. And I feel like this time, they put them in better spots yeah, because yeah. of the numbers. yeah, And actually listen to the numbers and not, like, who's out there on the mound. Yeah. So it's, it's a weird thing, right? Like, yeah, yeah, it worked for yeah. the Dodgers. It did. And it didn't work for the Rays. You well, know what I'm saying? To your point, that's why you can't just blanket say,
0: like, oh, see, this is analytics losing the World Series. Well, the Dodgers are more into analytics than probably any organization in baseball, mm-hmm. you know? So, And they just won the World Series. But it's more so just about those select moments, like, not being – a it's just a feel for the game yeah exactly right like if i can you know if you're gonna even like let's let's go back to golf since you're so into golf like you <laughs> you may maybe you know nine times out of ten you are going to be using a seven iron when you're i don't know for you probably when you're 180 yards out mm-hmm. right like and but this day like you look at it and you say you know what it is a little windy you know like I, I need to account for that. Like, I, I haven't been hitting my seven iron good all day. Like, I don't feel confident in it. I'm going to go to my six. Like, yeah, okay. Like, that's the like circumstance you can do that. Like, you don't say, well, because I always use a seven <laughs> yeah. in this spot,
1: I have to I use have the to seven. Use it. Yeah.
0: Like, that's what I don't yeah. get. They don't, like, you know, you got to parse it out. And so, you definitely have to parse it out. Well, well, we'll get to the second sling and heap, but um somebody, we had a lot of questions on Twitter. I want to give this person uh, credit. Okay, so Matt Andrews, MZ Andrews five, and I think there were a Junior J Laura two seven six six. They both asked, "How would you, CC, have reacted?" in Snell's position if you were taken out of that game.
1: Yeah, nah, it's not happening. <laughs> it's, just, it's just not happening. Especially not at that age. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 37 years old, a little different. Like 2017, I didn't want to come out of that game in Cleveland in game five. Yeah, But I understood, you know, I'm old. You know, there are better options. But when I was Blake Snell's age, I don't. to me, besides Mo, was nobody else down there that can get this out besides me. Mm-hmm. So if you ain't bringing in Mo, get the fuck back in the dugout. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that should that should be on a T-shirt.
0: Like that, that honestly should be on a T-shirt. I I absolutely love that. That's and, the truth, though, and man. Yeah, man. And 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 honestly, I was thinking about that last night. Like that, I, I I I honestly was thinking the only way I can justify taking out a starter, no matter what point of the game is right when he's pitching that well and he looks as dominant as Snell is is if I have Mo in the end. Exactly. I was I, I was honestly thinking
1: that. Like, cause even if it was the eighth inning, right? And and then guess what? I don't give up. Like, yeah, bring Mo in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like and and a lot of the time, like I remember uh in game five, was that game? Was it your run? You I probably yeah, like don't know. the Baltimore series. That was uh, game five, game five. Yeah, you, you mean when I you when you like, throw the complete set, game? Yeah, yeah I remember sitting back out like Y'all ain't gonna bring Mo in. You know what I'm saying? But like, <laughs> no, no. Th- this time it's okay. I- I'll take this. So guy. like yeah. when he was down there, you w- yeah. I was just literally trying to get the ball to him. Yeah. Whenever that was. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, yeah, no, nah, I mean, when he was did, he's the only person that I would give the ball up for. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And 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 they and they don't have a Mo. No Nobody one does. has a Mo. Yeah, exactly.
1: Nobody has a Mo. And so Nick you and ride with your starter.
0: And, and Nick Anderson had he had gotten to a point where. I mean, these guys are pitching a ton of games. Teams seen him a million times, and you could tell Anderson was running out of gas. Mm-hmm. Like, he had however many straight appearances where he's giving up runs, you know? Yeah, but yeah.
1: I'm just saying, if that's your highest leverage situation, you got to bring in the guy. Yeah. You know, whoever that is. For right,
0: that. right. Whether that's Fairbanks or, or Castillo. Or whoever. I, I, I agree. All right, see. We'll get more into some other World Series stuff uh, and Justin Turner and COVID and everything else in, in a little bit, but let's get to your second slinging heat. Today.
1: Man, my second sling of heat is, you know, talk about it all the time. Me being an alcoholic, you know, I live day to day. Yeah. So I have to recognize what my triggers are. Yeah, And I told you this. One of my triggers is waking up in the morning and watching ESPN. Because they just get st- stuck on the storyline and they just wear it out. Like, they, like, they're obsessed with Odell Beckham Jr. I feel sorry for this kid, man. Like... <laughs> Five minutes after he tells his ACL, they're on there talking about how Baker Mayfield is better without him. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Two weeks ago, this guy was the best receiver in the game, and he's back because he scored three touchdowns against the Cowboys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just—it's just—it's hard for me to wake up and watch that shit. So now I wake up and watch Good Morning Football, which is a great show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They keep it light and have a lot of fun. So— I just had to recognize one of my triggers, and that's it. <laughs> so is it is it, like, first take specific? Or all of it. Yeah. It's all of it because it's all the same story. It's yeah. all the same storyline. They just talk about the same shit hmm. from 8 a.m. I watched it on Monday. It was from 8 a.m. until the Monday Night Football games. all the fuck they talk about. And even at, like, halftime of the highlights when they show in the Cleveland game, Booger McFarlane mentions Odell Beckham like, yeah, Baker Mayfield. What the fuck are you guys Uh, talking about, man? Well, There's no way this guy could be better without Odell Beckham. I don't want to hear anything about that. No. It's just obsessed with the kid,
0: man. I, 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 well... I'll say this though. He definitely Odell was an attention seeker though. Was he, he not? Was. Like so he so he he, he brought, was, but he let brought a lot kid of extra like, attention. Live
1: now but, man,
0: like it's just not factually correct that Baker Mayfield would ever be better without Odell Beckham. No yeah. man, I mean
1: he's had a good couple of games and they want to. I mean it was the bank, they played the Bengals.
0: Yeah right, exactly.
1: You know what I'm saying? Well,
0: like, uh, also. Right, Against the Cowboys, like you said, we just saw Odell go off. You know, yeah, it, he went
1: off and they won that game because they ran the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, right. They I, ran the ball because they won, they won that game. I mean, you know, I mean, they picked Pittsburgh and but, they're not even in the same fucking class. And guess whose fault that was? Yeah. Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Right. Wasn't right. Odell Beckham's fault. Right. But guess what the, the storyline was on that day? He slammed his helmet and took his shoes off in the fourth quarter because we're losing by five fucking touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. That's why. Yeah, yeah. But if somebody else, if it was Tom Brady slammed his helmet last year, Nobody says a fucking
0: word. He gets turned into a meme, though. Bro, Brady yeah, he does. does. Brady does. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would say this, like, to me, and, and you know, I'm a Giant fan, but like Odell, for me, he had he, I, I had had enough, like, only because not, I had had enough as far as like all the the uh, out the, off the out, field, yeah, the well, out the field stuff, so because I'm like
1: like him in the hotel room, all that, yeah, yeah, shit. yeah, yeah, but, that,
0: but, but 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 I would never ever ever say. This guy's not an unbelievable football player, yeah. or, or or my team's gonna play. My team is a my I have a better offense, or my quarterback's better without him. Come on, that's that's just. That's silly. It, you, you are obviously a better football team when Odell Beckham is healthy and play.
1: I guess you're right. I guess yeah. he brought a lot of that attention on himself. I mean, especially being in this market. Yeah, and yeah. A, a lot of that stuff probably worked in on a lot of, a lot of Giants fans. Yes, but yes. But now the kid's in Cleveland, he's trying to like... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Well,
0: it's also like when you just tore your ACL.
1: This can't be yeah, the storyline yeah, yeah. every day. Well, yeah,
0: like I, I feel bad. My story would have more so been... Is this dude now going to have what could have been one of the all-time all time great? Career, yeah, totally derail. To
1: be honest, like yeah. they keep saying, like they need to trade him because because and that was another thing too. Before he even got hurt, before the Cowboys game, they were talking about they need to trade him because yeah. he don't you know he don't fit into the offense. But that's not his fault. Yeah, right. You get right. him to a you take let him go to fucking Tampa yeah. with Tom Brady, yeah, or a real quarterback. The level of quarterback play in the league is different. Yeah, and when you get a real quarterback. We about to see what Antonio Brown was about to do with Tom Brady. Yeah, it's it's a different story. So you get this guy, real quarterback when Eli was was good. Yeah, at the end of his career, I mean, at the end, he, you know, he wasn't as good, but when he was good, Odell was killing, bro. Yeah, yeah, he, he was. was killing. You get the ball in that guy's hand, he's unbelievable.
0: I, I have a feeling you want to go right into your third slinging heat. Off I do. This.
1: Yeah, I do. It's the level of quarterback play in the league. Just watching, you know, the games the last couple of weeks, it's a big difference, man. Mm-hmm. And like that top tier from like. The Drew Brees, mm-hmm. Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, you know, those guys are different than, you know, my guy, than, you know, <laughs> yeah. Tannehill, yeah. you know, Pat Mahomes is up there, Yeah, um, but it's, it's a different, it's a different league, man, for those teams that have that real quarterback.
0: You're saying like the difference between very good or good and great and, and right. what a difference it makes it's in this a, league. It's
1: a huge difference, man. Yeah. And just the way the offense is run. And just like we talked about, you know, the, the Browns are coming off that big win against the Cowboys, rolling to Pittsburgh, and it's Big Ben. Yeah. So this is a real fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. now it's real. And they couldn't even, it's not even close.
0: You know what it reminds me of? If you're going into October trying to win with a number two starter as your ace, you know? it's It's like, that guy's good, but we need you know, we need CC Sabathia in his prime. We need Garrett Cole in his prime. You know...
1: We, the need need Russell Wilson, uh, yeah, we need Walker Bueller or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. And the Walker Bueller would yeah. be the Justin Herbert yeah. or the Kyler Murray. Right. Bro, right. this guy, this kid in in, in L, I was about to say San Diego, the Chargers quarterback, Justin Herbert, he's fucking unbelievable. I-
0: I'm still upset about them not letting me pick him up in my two quarterback league. Remember <laughs> I told you
1: that? Because it's because man, this dude at Tyrod Taylor and he he', he oh, dimes. He's guys. he's great.
0: He and he's fun to watch. Man. Right? He's athletic. He,
1: he is like yeah. I mean. I mean, he, damn! I'm he, very impressed with him and Joe Burrow. Yeah, I, like he coming out of good college, young quarterbacks, man. But coming out of college, you would th- you would have thought Tua would have been the, the, the yeah. best. I, I honestly feel like Tua might be the third best out of those dudes. I mean, right. we we never we haven't seen him play yet, but yeah. just watching these other two, yeah. I mean, these. I mean, it's, that's that's a that's a tough bill to live up to. I said it last night on on Bill Simmons' uh, podcast that I feel like he might be the Philip Rivers out of the. Out of you know that that three. Yeah, three. with Ben, Eli. You and think Phillip? Tua might be the Philip Rivers? Tua Might be the Philip Rivers. Yeah, where where he's he's good, but he's maybe good, he isn't going to win he's, Super he's, Bowls. He yeah, he's not not as good as these other two. Yeah,
0: dude. I, I mean, I I agree. Like watching Burrow, I watched a lot of that Cleveland Cincy game this past week, and I was like, damn, like he's making
1: some ridiculous and that's not throws really really good team
0: right right he's elevating yes, yeah, what's that's a good team, <laughs> no guys. he does not have he does not have talent well and, and even like you think about it russell wilson i've said this for years i used to from jump i was like oh that guy's one of the best quarterbacks in the league and people would be like no he's game managing what i'm like no, no no watch him throw a deep ball like yeah. he throws a beautiful deep ball but what he, russell wilson consistently has turned Receivers who you don't know their name into God, yeah, right.
1: And I texted that in the group. I was like, "Bro, am I missing?" Because Tyler Lockett is a fucking yeah. this guy's a superstar,
0: fantasy beast. But man. like
1: that that ball he threw at the end uh, that dropped in there at the, the when he let yeah. that ball go, I was like, "Oh, he just threw it out of bounds." Yeah, and I that know. That shit dropped I, in. I and know for Lockett to keep his feet in. That was crazy. That was man. one of the best. Uh, I mean,
0: it might be the the throw and catch of the year thus far. Yeah, for sure. Even though they end up losing the game, but,
1: we, but to watch Kyler Murray come back and like you know be poised and like man, it's just he's special, it, man. Yeah, it's fun to watch these 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 uh, these younger quarterbacks. It's it's nice to have an NFL back, man. It is. It's, it it is it is fun to watch.
0: Now we've got to tell you about our new favorite betting concept this season. We've been playing same game parlays on FanDuel Sportsbook. They're pretty simple. All you have to do is combine multiple bets from one game into a single parlay. This way, the payouts are even bigger when you win. And FanDuel will refund the first same game parlay you lose on any NFL or World Series game each week up to $10. Now the World Series part of it is obviously done, but the NFL part of it continues, and that means you can bet a different parlay risk-free. Now, see, uh, you felt bad about losing and leading our audience astray a couple weeks ago.
1: Yeah, Daniel, yeah. ass made me bet on the Raiders. I never bet on the Raiders. Well, I took the opposite side and won. <laughs> uh,
0: I took the I took the Bucks over their point total in the same game parlay, and the Bucks given the points to beat the Raiders, which they obviously covered uh-huh. handily. So our audience won if they followed me and ignored you. But this <laughs> week, we're going back to the expert and I'm asking you, what do you like this week, C?
1: I like the Rams going down to Miami. Okay. Um it's four and a half. Um and I think they I think they uh they cover that with the over. Well, Two his first start, get that defensive line after him. Um, you know, I think I think they'll be they'll they'll cover that
0: and that's over 46 so that's CC's same game parlay you can do it as well and guess what with your first NFL same game parlay of the week you'll get 10 bucks back if we don't win now there's one catch FanDuel is the only sportsbook app that has same game parlays So if you don't already have a FanDuel account, just use the promo code R2C2. That's FanDuel Sportsbook, promo code R2C2. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, West Virginia, Indiana, Colorado, Iowa, Tennessee. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund $10. Terms apply. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, one with it in Indiana, one gambler in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, or Illinois, Tennessee Red Line, one 9789 or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia. So as we, as we get out of uh, slinging heat for, for a moment and go back to, to the World Series, how would you have reacted? Well, first of all, before I even get there, it just was so on brand for 2020, right? That we get to the end of the World Series and literally out of the first commercial break, Kevin Burkhart has to break the news that we've gotten word that Justin Turner oh, yeah, tested yeah. positive. And I'm like, yeah, of course. Of course, this is how, how 2020 has what to go. What like, rapid
1: test. Didn't he get tested before the
0: game? Yeah, dude, I don't get it. Like, but I-, I will say this. Talking to people involved in the basketball bubbles False positives happen way more than we think, you know, or, or or way more than I think many people understand. They happen a lot. And so usually, you know, you're going to time it. And if you get a false positive, you might be held out of that game until they can confirm it or whatever. And so I don't know if there was anything going on with trying to finesse the timing because it's game six of the World Series. Who knows? I hope it is just a false positive. I wouldn't be surprised if it was, given that he's, you know, they're in some sort of bubble. He's the only one who happens to test positive. He is asymptomatic, so he doesn't have anything else that makes... You know, if, it's one thing if the guy had a fever and then he tests positive, yeah, you're not thinking sick. it's a false positive, yeah. right? And we know you could still have it asymptomatically, but um, I it, it was just crazy, like, seeing... The f- the first thing after they win the World Series the f- out of the first commercial break. Oh, yeah. By the way, Justin Turner was taken out in the seventh inning with a positive test.
1: Yeah, that was wild. I mean, like, so, so, such a 2020 thing. But like I said, I mean, I mean, you you might be right with the timing, you know, just trying to finesse it to be in game six. But, uh, you know, we talked about this earlier. I'm not mad. He, he came back out. You no. know what I'm saying? Like, that's, you know, that's a tough situation, man. He's He's been, you know, fighting for that World Series with the Dodgers for a long time and I mean, obviously, we know how you know this this virus has affected everybody. But um, being in the bubble, you know, you would you would you would hope this is a false positive, and you know, he got to celebrate with his teammates.
0: You're a germaphobe. I'm a well, super germaphobe. Well, well, how would you have
1: reacted if if you knew he had a positive
0: test and he's out there celebrating with you? I, I wouldn't have been. I wouldn't have been mad. No. Nah. Certain
1: guys you would have told to get Certain back in the clubhouse. Have, yeah, depending on who it is, but yeah, if you know, if you know a guy like that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been upset. I mean, you know, that's, bro, that's a once in a lifetime opportunity. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And he knows that more than anybody because he's lost a couple. Mm-hmm. So I mean, damn, could you imagine that?
0: No, I mean that would, ah, uh, that would just break my heart uh, in that moment. But but it's hard
1: because. It's hard. Because you know how, you know, I mean, there's People kids the out families there. Families out yeah. there. Yeah. yeah I mean, there was a bunch of families out there.
0: I think what I would have done is I might have gone back out because, uh, you know, be out in open air, but I have like, with a mask out. on and kept a ton yeah. of distance, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? And done it that way. It, he also might have been thinking like, look, I'm pretty sure this is a false positive. You know, the other thing is he has already been exposed to all those people up through the seventh inning. That's what I'm saying. So, like, everybody got it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: you know, so now they stuck in in Dallas for the next two weeks? I don't know. I mean,
0: I'm guessing they're all going to get tested now here and see what happens, you know? Uh, But it's a hard thing because, you know... the safe decision is like, uh, no, you just tested positive. You can't be around anybody else, especially the families out there or your manager who survived cancer. Like, sorry, like you, you just can't. It sucks, but you can't. That's and that may be the right answer, but I get in that moment the combination of factors: one, you work so hard for this, like whatever; two, you're going to be outside. You can keep some distance. You can keep a mask on. But he didn't. He took a picture he, and everything. He, he, did. <laughs> so he did. He did take it a picture. Wasn't none yeah, of that yeah, yeah. He did. But, he did. But,
1: but. I mean, he's already been around all those people all day. I think that's the day. key thing.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's the key thing where it's like, well, shit, I've been around these guys. All day. All the day. Inning, so, yeah. like, am I really, you know, and if I'm, like, kind of staying away from anybody's family members or whatever, it, 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 it's a dicey thing. I'm not saying, like, he did the right thing there, but I think we both, I mean, I I, I can empathize with his... His feelings in that moment and trying, wanting to go celebrate. Like yeah,
1: it was right after he flew out. They took him out. He flew, he flew out deep. Yeah, to left deep field. to
0: left field. Uh, yeah, it was it was right after that because that was the bottom of the sixth inning. Yeah. yeah. It
1: was, it was right after that. Like, I mean, how crazy would that have been, too, if he actually homered get there? Homer. Yeah, and, and then they take him out. I'd be protesting him Tampa Bay. That shit don't count, bro. Y'all knew this <laughs> motherfucker had it before. <laughs> that's a COVID homer. COVID homer. After COVID homer. Get, get, I need to get, protest this game get, like little get,
0: get him out, man. I know. <laughs> it's also just like, it, it's so wild because you need, it to, you need to get to the finish line. Now, let's say that's a real positive. What the hell would they have done with game seven? Yeah. Like, what would have happened, man, with yeah. Game 7? Like
1: and, and testing everybody and both oh, teams. and Damn, and you got to like, wait a week to play one game or something yeah, like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. It would have been, been awful, man. It would have been awful. Thank God awful. they got the
0: season in. And I'll say this. The baseball playoffs, they felt like the
1: baseball playoffs to yeah. Did they yeah. feel real to you? They did a good job. and yeah. and, and because it was in the same time frame. Mm. Um, you know I think everybody enjoyed the 16 teams definitely can't do it again next year because you can't have all the division winners sitting around and division mm-hmm. winners don't deserve to play a three game series in a while you know what I'm saying yeah Um. so I don't know how they figured that out but it was fun you yeah. know one year and 60 game season you know I, I feel like I forgot everything that happened during the regular season.
0: Yeah, right. You know I know. I mean? I, like
1: none of that shit even mattered because yes. so many teams got into the playoffs and that was kind of like our, yeah. you know, when it got intense and they were playing every day. So it made it, you know, it flowed better. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it was, all in all, it was success, you know?
0: That So that's exactly how I felt where I was like, the regular season to me, being totally honest, like it felt weird at times. It like, did. And yeah.
1: I don't think you can give away awards.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, yeah.
1: I, like you can't give a Cy Young to somebody that only pitched in the Central. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's it's tough, man. I mean, give you want to.
0: You know, I mean, it's, it's such a small percentage of what a normal season is that it's hard to have. And Dave Stewart made that point with us, right? Yeah. And it was. Uh, and it was a. It was first of all, Dave was phenomenal. My mom loved that episode. She called. <laughs> she called me yesterday. She's like, "Oh, Dave Stewart was great." Yeah, it's like yes, he was. Um, but the, if you think about it, I mean, you have a Cy Young, so I can ask you, do you want someone on their name, you know, with their name on the trophy with you, who only who won it this year? Does it bro? bother That's you? A lot or of not? people, I don't. I don't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that's why I don't yeah. like my Cy Young, and you know yeah. that. Yeah. Because it's, it's it's a lot of people I don't think. I mean, but whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, no. Because there's it's a difference, like, pitching down the stretch, yeah. knowing that you've got a chance to win the Cy Young. Like, those last three or four starts, no matter whether you're going to the playoffs or not, are, like, playoff starts because, you know, you're you pitching for something. Yeah. So that means a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's, it's different in a, in a regular year where you go through 30, 35 starts. You've been excellent all those times. And you get down to the last two or three, you know, I remember the the um, the last start I made before the playoffs of 2007, the year I won it, like, we played playing against Kansas City. I pitched good against them all year, but for some reason, that game just felt bigger. And I feel like they felt it, too. Mm, you know what I'm mm. saying? It was the end of September. Like, they yeah. had nothing to play for. We were playing for the playoffs. Yeah. And I'm pitching to win the Cy Young. Yeah. And it was like a big game. Like, I got yeah. a double play in the seventh inning. Like, we were fired up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It was so, yeah. No, nah, I mean, I, I don't think you can duplicate that in sixty games or and only pitching in one one division. Like I, I mean, because you, if you look at it, the guy that's probably gonna win the Cy Young, he, he has one start yeah, against he, a team outside of the division.
0: He gets toasted. Yeah, toasted. Yeah. yeah. So I know it, it's for like part of you wants to have the award so that it feels normal, right? And so that you do honor these players in some way, so that there's you know, there's some feeling of accomplishment and recognition, et cetera. But I also at the same time I'm like, yeah. However, I mean, it really is a much, much, much different sample size.
1: Yeah. But so for me, like the championship is real. I agree. as, As as can be. Yes. And and maybe even tougher because like I keep saying, you gotta fly around all summer, they want to stay in your room playing this tough ass game. Like the 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 World Series is is maybe even harder. Yeah. Like I give these guys even more credit yeah. for playing what they played through. Fucking no room service in these hotels. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this was a tough year to play. Yeah. So to be able to stick this out and, and win a world series, they get all the credit. But just for me, like the regular season awards, nah, no thanks. Yeah. You know what?
0: My goal mentally going into the season was, I was like, I know the regular season is going to feel weird, but I hope because the playoff tournament, so to speak, is, is expanded and because it's still happening at the normal time of year, I hope by the time we get to the World Series and what you've had to go through in the playoffs themselves to get there, that it feels legitimate. Mm-hmm. And to me, it did. That So I felt good about that. Like, I'm watching Dodgers Rays, and I'm feeling like,
1: oh, yeah, this feels like the World Series. Yeah. The
0: fan situation is different. People in masses.
1: is but different. Even, but yeah. even, like, we didn't have fans for so long. So to even see fans in the stands, even though it was 11,000, oh, it, it was like, oh, this is dope. I know. You know, know. what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. It got back to some normalcy. Yeah, you know those last couple of series, like the NLCS, ALCS, both were fucking great. Yep, you know yep. what I mean. And then the World Series was great. So I mean, like I said, you know the World. I mean, the the regular season was what it was, but so many teams getting into the playoffs, it made it. You know, it's so it put a nice bow on it for us. You, you know what I'm saying?
0: Remember last year uh, when you were watching the playoffs after you guys got eliminated and. You, or I guess it was just the World, Series. The World Series you were yeah, you're watching and you were just like, I can't watch it. Like, and you were like, Man, I can't watch this. And now it's like, I mean, CeCe the the baseball fan is bigger than I thought he would be. Yeah, I mean, yeah. well, I don't
1: have nothing tied to this shit anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm like, it's just watching for fun. Yeah. So and it's actually, you know, it's it's actually pretty good. I don't think I can watch a a whole regular season game still not if it's not the Yankees. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, yeah, but I'm that way too. Playoffs, man. Yeah. I'm definitely there. I, like it, this is it, it was fun, and I think because they played every day, you can get into it. Yeah, you know you don't you're not missing days, and you know what I'm saying so. It was uh it, it, yeah I, I definitely enjoy being a fan of of all sports now. Yeah, you know yeah, because I, mean? I don't have anything attached to anything. I can't, you know, I can. I don't know I don't how to worry about shit. Yeah. Like it's just less stress.
0: Was there any moment this season where you mitch, missed
1: pitching? Not one time. Wow. That's amazing. Not one time. Yeah. and But I knew that, though. Remember, yeah. I told yeah. you yeah. and yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I told you guys yeah. that. I yeah. was done with the comp- competition part of it because, yeah. I mean, and I, we've been talking about this doc and looking at this doc. Like, I've been yeah. watching this the last couple of days. And, man, bro, like I said, man, I've been pitching – to me, I've been pitching in big games since I was 10 years old. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it yeah. all felt the same, cuz. Yeah. Felt the same when I was pitching at a fucking All-Star game when I was 10, and it did in fucking facing Chase Hedley and fucking DeBronx in the World Series. Wow. All the same for me. Yeah. So, like, doing it for that long, like 29 years of my life until I was 39, like, fuck, I'm ready to be done.
0: That's so interesting. I literally was having this conversation with sue the other day because you know she just won her fourth title right and you could go out she just turned 40 but i think i think she'll probably you know continue at least a year or whatever and and i was i think
1: a player like her she needs to have the fans too like she needs like a farewell to like right? an actual like be able to yeah, yeah 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 to be
0: she said remember when you told you told her like hey you owe it to your fan like it's like mm-hmm. they get, they need to say goodbye and she was like I, I would love to just, like, sneak out, but I keep thinking about what CeCe told can't me. Yeah, I can't do it. I can't yeah. do it.
1: And, but, and, I like, the you, same thing I told G. You can't yeah, do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. like you can't just fall off.
0: But, like, the thing, we were having that conversation the other day, and, I, I, like, we were talking about, is it about, like, hey, you just feel you're done with this? Or is it about there's something that you're really looking forward to on the other side of your playing career that you're ready to get to?
1: My family. Yeah. And just relaxing. Yeah. And like being able to go on vacation when I want. Yeah. Travel when I want. I'm just like not on anybody else's time. Yeah. And I think that's what I was trying to get to. Not, you know, there was I mean, mean, there's nothing else in my like that I'm like looking forward to doing. I mean, I'm happy doing what we're doing, the podcast and a bunch of different stuff that we're doing, but nah. And I'm not looking for something to feel that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But you but it was was it more like I know I'm done with I know I I just know I'm done with this, or was it more like I now know I want to do these other things, like say, you know, golfing, spending time with the family, seeing all of little seas games, whatever. I know that my desire for this now is greater than my desire to play. Like my
1: my desire to do those things were were greater than my desire to play after 2017. Interesting. So the last two years that I played. Were just for other people to be honest. Yeah, like, nineteen I played because Amber made me. Like she yeah. was like you, you know, like like I said, <laughs> like the tour. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And then eighteen I pitched. I, like what got me going was Harold Reynolds sending me that text. It was like, you know, two hundred and fifty wins, three thousand strikeouts. There's no guys that have those numbers that are not in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And he was like, you know, you being a black pitcher, and and it was it always came back to that. Yeah. Like from Mudcat Grant to you know, uh, Jeffrey Hammonds to Ellis Burks, they always made me carry and made sure I was aware of what I was, yeah. which is the black starting pitcher. Very rare to have numbers and be able to do it for as long as I did. So they wanted me to, you know, have an opportunity to go on the Hall of Fame. So I felt obligated to like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like to to continue that legacy and, and, you know, be a part of the black aces and all of that stuff like that means a lot in our game because there's not a lot of us you know what I'm saying so yeah. i was always carrying i was carrying that too so you know what i'm saying like i just felt like i was carrying a lot
0: did you feel the weight of
1: that all the time i always felt the weight of 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 trying to win 20 games to be a black ace always um from the
0: time you came into the big from leagues from
1: the time i was 18 to from the time i met my cat grant so wow. first thing you said to me you know so yeah i mean it was that like it was it was always just so big for me. like, And yeah. that's why I'm saying, like, even when I was 10, and my oldest is the same way. Carson's the same way. Yeah. He's going to be, I mean, I don't know when it's going to happen to him, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to burn out for him. Yeah. Because he's just so intense with every fucking game. Every, right. Everything is the real thing yeah. to him. And that's how it was for me. Yeah. And it's a great thing to have. Yeah. But at, at a certain point, it's the, that flame just fucking burns out. That's
0: such an interesting perspective. By the way, are you going, do you, because I feel weird when I say Lil C now because Lil C ain't little. Yeah. You know, they do. do. You still guys... call him
1: Lil C. You do? Okay. Um, because of my family. But now the family calls me Big C. But we've, I still call him Lil do C. They... But his mom calls him Carson.
0: Carson? Okay. All right. That's what I was wondering. What what do his big, friends man. call him? Uh, they call him
1: C? I, think, I think his close friends call him Lil C. Yeah. And then everybody else calls him Carson. Yeah. He's he's like me, man. He's got like a small group of friends. Yeah. Like a small circle. Oh, I love that. Um. So, you know. He keeps it tight. Yeah.
0: The I just I think you just said so many interesting things. And I have two two questions. One, you brought up that you had the conversation with Jeter Mm -hmm. about the retirement. Like, what was that conversation like to tell him, like, hey man, you gotta tell people because they need to
1: he was he's the same way. He's just like Sue. Like he was just like, Man, I don't want all that shit. And I could tell during that season, I felt so bad because I got hurt that year. Remember, I mm. fucked my knee up that year, and I wasn't—I didn't travel with him. I wasn't really yeah. there, and I was the one that talked him into like doing, like making it through this tour. And I could tell that shit was beating him down because it yeah. was before every game. Yeah, he was going out. You know what I'm saying? Like he was. Yeah. like When Mo did it, it was fine because he was in the bullpen. He didn't go to the bullpen until the eighth inning. Yeah. But Jeep before every game had to get dressed early. He's you know wearing different shoes and all this shit. Yeah. And I felt horrible that I wasn't there to pitch with him. You know what I'm saying? But for me. You know, watching the way Kinkerby Jr. went out, hmm. like he just got released and like drove home and like, yeah. bro, this is like, this guy is like inspired a generation of fucking players yeah. to play yeah. that yeah. are in the league right now. Yeah, We deserve to say goodbye to this guy. Yeah. No matter, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. no matter how you, whatever, yeah, it, we deserve to be able to, every team deserves to be able to have a day for that type of player. Mm-hmm. And Derek Jeter was that player. So, and we had that conversation in the off season and- he and, and and when we left the conversation, he was like, nah, you're tripping, I'm not doing it. And I was like, You have to do it. And if you don't do it, I'm gonna say it in spring in spring training. <laughs> so when, when we left that conversation, I didn't know if he was gonna do it or not. And he yeah. ended up, you know, you know, letting everybody know.
0: Oh, that's awesome, man. And then, you know, what is it like for you now? Cause you just talked about how intense that little C is or Karsten. What's it like for you watching his games right now, man? Knowing his mindset and how intense he is.
1: It's fun. It's fun to watch because then we can have like regular conversation. Yeah. You know, it's not like, you know, we get in the car today. We got a. He's got a game at 8 p.m. Uh, we get in the car at five o'clock and we'll just start talking game situations. And, mm. you know, if this comes up and, you know, this situation, this guy's going to try to do this and blah, 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 blah. So, it's fun to be able to like talk talk game yeah. stuff and situations through with him. And for me, you know, I can't tell show him mechanics of how to hit and yeah. all of that stuff. I can show him a few things at first base, but like being able to like talk to him about what's coming and his yeah. thought process to the plate, you know, from a pitcher's perspective and like, you know, him understanding that is fun. And now he's about to start pitching. Um he pitched the other day. That was nerve-wracking, man. Oh yeah. But like watching him throw He's a pitcher. Yeah, you yeah, could tell. It comes out super easy. He, you know, he's a big kid now, so I think we're gonna start taking that route a little more, which is gonna be even more. Does fun. he want to? He wants to. Oh, he wants to. So. Yeah, and and it looks good. Like I yeah. can't even lie. Like he wow. he he looks very fluid doing it. So what
0: is he? A sophomore?
1: He's a, a junior. junior. Yeah, he's a junior, and I purposely never. That's smart, had man. Pitch, yeah, yeah, he kept the he was, arm. Uh... And he's, now he's huge. Yeah, and he can handle. You know, yeah, he can handle whatever you know he needs to. Will he
0: be a f- finesse guy, velocity? Uh, both. I think, he,
1: I think I think he'll be able to throw pretty hard. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll yeah. see. Oh my gosh, we'll see. man, that's gonna
0: be so fun! <laughs> All right, we got some Twitter questions here. Um, this one I thought was great that Bobby Wagner had sent to me. Is CC concerned? Speaking of pitching, is CC concerned for starting pitchers working back up to their typical innings load for twenty twenty one? After a shortened season, especially concerning rookie starting pitchers that debuted this season that have never had a full season of work.
1: Yeah, no, I mean you, you're definitely gonna have to, you know, look, I mean you definitely have to count the innings hmm. for sure on all these guys. Debbie Garcia, I mean, you know, the Clark Schmitz. This would be like their rookie year. Yeah. So you know, all those guys across the board that made their debuts, and it was a lot of them. You know, the guys that stick up next year. You know, this this will be. You know their their rookie year, so 140 innings or whatever, yeah. however they manage it, um, I think is what you do.
0: What about for a guy like Cole though, even who threw way fewer innings? That can he go ramp it right back up to 200 oh, no, next like,
1: season? That guy's a fucking horse.
0: Okay, gotcha. So the guys <laughs> got, like Tanaka, whoever. Yeah, you don't worry about that.
1: Nah, okay. you don't worry about those guys. Okay, and, and you know, for me, like at that age, I mean, that's when you gotta, that's when you gotta get it out of those guys. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, and, yeah. Mid, you know, late 20s to early 30s, 28 to 32. Yeah. Go. Yeah. 150 pitches. Yeah. Yeah. Every time out.
0: Yeah. Uh, Well, that is sort of how the Yankees handle Cole this year. It's how we saw Cole last year, too, right? And with great success. Like, he, I mean, he, he looks like a dude who not only, Obviously, can handle it, but like he's the guy who's still effective. Then he is, the and he's days. he's
1: a guy that you can pitch every five days, meaning off days, everything don't affect. If it's yeah, like, when the fifth day comes up, yeah, this motherfucker's on the bump. Yes, you know what I'm saying. He's yes. one of those guys where you can just roll him out there every fifth day. Yeah, right. You, without any like it's
0: just such a nice mental break to have, too. Yeah, so, like to I said,
1: I mean he pitches on Sunday. Yeah. And we got Monday and Thursday off. Yeah. But guess what? You're coming back. Right, right. <laughs> and, and
0: everybody gets it.
1: Everybody <laughs> getting pushed back. Okay. Yep. He's nope. coming he, back on the he, fifth day. He's going, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: everybody understands. Uh David Shanker, interesting last name. Uh he, he says, <laughs> <laughs> what what what's the C, what's the at CC Sabathia family plans for Halloween? What are they dressing up in? Ooh, I can't even give
1: it away. My wife oh. will kill me. But okay. it's fire. I've told this lady, she waits mm. until fucking Halloween. I, Halloween's canceled, by the way. Yeah, I know. Like, There's I'm not Halloween doing shit. Year. I'm putting this yeah. costume on, taking a picture. I'm sitting on the couch. Yeah. But <laughs> she, the costumes are fire. Really? Oh, I can't wait to see. They fire. Oh, I can't even my lie. gosh. She waits until Halloween gets canceled to get the best costume. This, no, really? this is our best costume.
0: Are you serious? Yeah. So will you guys still do like uh
1: She's going to do the whole shit up. I'm in sure people will show up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Bro, it's a, it's a huge deal here. All oh, right. Halloween I mean, is a big big I'm saying at this house. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A big production. At well, this I could house.
0: see even just walking in all the day de- I I wanted to take a photo of your setup in your kitchen with all your <laughs> your nah. decorations and then they, when you walk in the walk house, in the, the house, dining room yeah, is like no, all It's a,
1: it's a big deal. She but, she goes all out.
0: Which it was that like from a, being a kid, was Amber always obsessed with Halloween? Uh,
1: nah, it's kind of started us together when we yeah. when we had little C. Yeah, like we had little C in two thousand three, and we had a Halloween party that year, and we had all our friends come over because we all had kids around the same age. Joe Moore had just had his baby. Um, it was a bunch of us that had kids, and we had a Halloween party. We yeah. loved it. It was, and then every year after that, we just started throwing Halloween parties, and now I mean a I, Honestly, I mean. You can you guys can look up the hashtags of the Halloween on on Instagram. Yeah. It's a fucking production. It, it is. It's crazy, it man. Is.
0: It's crazy. Well, the good thing is, you know, I mean, it's it's sort of like a COVID safe activity. Everybody's in masks, you and, know. And outside. this this costume Dude. is
1: very very safe. Really? Man. Oh, I can't wait to see <laughs> yeah. it, man. I can't I,
0: I can't wait to see what this costume <laughs> is. All right, we got a couple more Twitter questions before we uh, we get out you of know here. What the great thing about this costume, what is, is that?
1: Like last year I had I was Thanos. And I had to get, like, the oh. arms built. Not this year. No, man, like, God, I'm using arms. Right? My arms. Guns, you, got, you,
0: you got the guns, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. Like, because I knew you, you know, obviously we've been doing pods. I've seen you, like, virtually. But I walked in and I'm just like, you just look, I mean, you look jacked right man, now, bro, man. I work out every
1: day. It's awesome. I work out every day and I'm, I've just been eating, you know. Eating clean. Eating clean.
0: Yeah. I, I, you know what? I've been on a good, uh, clean eating trip, A uh, trick.
1: You still been working my, out? Yeah, every like what you, Monday, do, Wednesday, Friday
0: with my trainer. Yeah, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I do. Um, uh, he he facetimes. Yeah yeah, 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 he facetimes, and he's great. I'll give him a shout out, Eugene Reynolds. He's he's unbelievable, man. Because you know, I'm in my apartment working out. It's yeah. like, you're only limited with so much, but the stuff we're able to do, like it's amazing, man. And like I just ordered
1: that polenta Did you?
0: Oh, nice, you. man. Yeah. yeah, you. I will say. So that's what I do. I do. Three days with Eugene, uh, which is an hour session, whatever, like it's some sort of combination of some some lift, but, you know, with uh, cardio mixing or whatever circuits that we do. And then the every other day that I'm not doing that, I'll do a Peloton with the exception of one day, I'll just be off, you mm-hmm. know? So like six out of seven days, I'm either working out with Eugene or I'm We're doing Peloton. a Peloton. I, yeah.
1: I want to get my legs like bigger because my right... It was so much smaller than my left because I had so many surgeries on oh, the side. Oh, yeah. So, like, for the longest time, my quad could, was not firing. So, now it's back, like, firing up. I feel yeah. like that bike could help me just like, yeah. you know, start getting some, like, some pump in there to, like, get my quad built up, just take that pressure off my no meniscus that I don't have and the fucking arthritis.
0: What does it feel like on your legs now that you're like, you totally different frame? You're lighter, obviously, but you're yeah. also
1: like, you're just, it's distributed differently. No, you know what? I feel great. And I do have a little bit of muscle in yeah. this leg. This leg is, I mean, you know, yeah. it's getting bigger, but, um, I feel great until it rains, bro. I used to always think my grandma was like making it up. Like she yeah. had arthritis in her knee and she'd be like, oh my, it's about to rain today or my knee feels bad because of the rain. And bro, like my knee the last two days have been so, it's been so, I've been complaining about my knee all yeah. summer. The last two days it's rained, it's been, my shit been so swollen and sore and like- That's so I got strange. like the, baker sits in the back, the in the back again. It's the weirdest thing, but I, I mean, it's the arthritis in there and it's fucking, it's crazy. That's it's so weird. I swear to God, and I used to always be like, man, she's making that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Ellis Burks used to tell me that all the time, too. Wow. And now that the arthritis is like set in there, it's just, you know. Is it like it is barometric it pressure or something? I have like no that? idea.
0: That's like because you know, people get headaches with rain with and rain, stuff yeah. like that. But that but, is
1: it, but, but other than that, it's been good.
0: That's pretty wild. Um, all right. One one more question for you. See, uh, here we go. With um Kevin Petoniak asked. What do you think the Yankees number one priority going into this offseason has to be?
1: Uh, man, I don't even have not even thought about that. Um what do we need? Honestly, like
0: DJ LeMahieu back?
1: Yeah. <laughs> we definitely need DJ and I think we need Masa back.
0: Oh yeah. You're big on getting um bringing Masa uh, yeah, back. Yeah, I keep yeah. saying that. I, I, yeah. I
1: definitely want to have Masa back, but um we get Sevy healthy. Yeah. Um
0: which he probably wouldn't be ready till what, mid season? He had it in. He had it in June. Oh, he won't no, he be ready, ready June. in June. Yeah, he had it in. He had it in uh, late March. I think he had the surgery. Uh,
1: yeah, so, so you get you, you get him back. I mean, I guess you sign a starting pitcher because you're maybe gonna lose Paxton. Yeah, you're probably like, gonna lose unless Paxton Wise, what else? Yeah, can or do you do Clint Frazier Showed that he's ready to step up. I mean, if you don't want to sign Guardy back, but we have seen that we need Guardy in the playoffs. Yeah. And that motherfucker's gonna grind at bats and he's gonna be out there every day, no matter how he's feeling, actually. he's gonna play. So, um, man, the, the team's set up to win the world series, so yeah. I don't know, I don't know what else you can do.
0: I, I, I think one thing you can't, um, to me, I don't want to. I know, look, there, there's a financial reality that every single team is dealing with this offseason, and sure. it's like, I mean, every team lost money this year, every single team, so. Free agency is going to be even harder than it was uh, to navigate. However... You absolutely, positively have to find a way to bring
1: LeMahieu back. Like I don't think that's even a like. You don't even think it's a question. No, okay, guys, are you serious? Well, I just want to make I sure. They I can't deal without see, him. Okay. I think they they watch Can, the games I, too. I I, I can't <laughs> I can't I
0: can't have us be cute here nah, and like oh no even, no bring I, him back.
1: I, I promise you. Like yeah. for me, that's I don't even worry about that. That's not an that. issue in your mind. Not for me. I don't I don't I don't see why that would be a good. mean I mean I think that you know. We all see yeah. what he is. Yeah. So I mean, he needs to be back.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, and the one thing I'm the one person
1: I'm not concerned about coming back. Yeah. I'm more worried about Masa coming back.
0: Yeah. I I yeah, I know. Cause he Tanaka's so steady, so consistent, so reliable. I and I and I love him.
1: I I hope he is. He's just a good guy to have around. He's a good teammate. You know yeah. what I mean? He's a leader on that team now. Like I mean and, and he performed in his seven years. Like he held, he, he oh my lived God. up to the you know what I'm saying? Whatever he whatever sure you did. guys expectations was of him. He lived up with a fucking torn uh Elbow unicorn. You you yeah, yeah, like, yeah. come on, man. Like, gotta pay this guy.
0: What about um you said he's a leader in there does he does he communicate often like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: that's so funny, man
0: because I think it's like the expectation is like nah, he can't like you know yeah. he doesn't no
1: English or the people thought about yeah. that about Ichiro too, yeah, and like it, Ichiro spoke perfectly yeah, I mean he've yeah. been around him yeah, right? yeah yeah
0: and he and he i remember it always made me laugh I'm like, oh wait no, he can really speak English well like really good yeah yeah and and uh
1: I in mean masa he, over the last seven years too has gotten a lot has, yeah, yeah yeah it's where well, you can have a conversation with him okay Which is great, you know that's I mean? awesome man
0: yeah. i mean and that's how that's why yeah okay i can see you him then get, that's crazy leader. though
1: to, to think about that like for like seven years to, you know like learning new language coming over here you know at yeah. your 20s like that's tough man Like, and, and it's I, I always think about oh, that with my teammates oh. like the guys that come from dr i mean even yeah. when we were younger you know like me i kind of grew up with victor martinez being in that in that organization and like sometimes we were younger. Some of those guys couldn't even order when we went to places. You know what I'm saying? And like, some of the teammates didn't even think about that or give a fuck about that. But like, I always thought about that with my Spanish-speaking teammates, especially when we were super young. Like, like that shit was just like tough. I mean, I couldn't imagine somebody dropped me off in DR, man, at 17 years old. You Girl. know what I'm saying? And told me to go play baseball and find your way to the big leagues. What?
0: What? It, it, you know what? Like, I, I, I could, I could not agree more about are sort of overlooking that, right? Like, we kind of, we overlook how difficult that is. That part of it is, right? Just trying to play when you're adjusting to new culture, new language.
1: Or even take it for granted, like, that Glaber speaks such good English. You know what I'm saying? Like, Like can't take that stuff for granted. I mean, that's that's, that's tough, man. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And you're trying to play one of the hardest sports in the world. Like, it's hard to play this sport. And then not to be able to speak the the, the, the language, man. I mean, you got to give those guys all the credit.
0: I, I'm going to tell this story real quick. You've heard it before, I think. See, and, and some of our audience has, but you know, we're nomadic enough with the podcast that maybe some of them haven't. So mm-hmm. the uh, which, by the way, remember we're on the ringer now. So uh, new feed. Make sure you're following us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. But Glaybertor's first day ever in New York. We were doing something called the winter warm up. It was after the 2016 season. Um, when Yankees had just acquired Glaber, right, and we had the
1: Justice Sheffield, right? Yep, and yep, and, and they came up to go to the hospitals and stuff.
0: They did a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I exactly. met both of them yeah. that, that, that yeah. week. Yeah, yeah we yeah. did a winter warm up, and I, and I I emceed this thing, uh, courtesy of our good buddy Jason Zillow. Mm-hmm. I emceed this thing with um, uh, all those guys like Clint, uh, Glaber was there. Gary, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. No, no, Gary, it was Gary Justice there. was there. Justice was there. Um, oh, James Caprillion, oh, I think yeah, was there yeah. at the time, and maybe one other guy, and we're in front of a live audience in a theater, which I can tell you, you know, doing games on TV in front of million, you know, millions of viewers or whatever, right? You don't feel that. I'm sure you're starting to get a sense of that too, right? You don't necessarily feel your feel your audience when you do it in front of a crowd, like you know what it's like performing in front of a packed house, or for me, vocally performing in front of a packed house. It's a totally different sort of nerves and energy, right? And I I ask Glaber one question. He answers in Spanish. Marlon translates it. Marlon Abreu works for the Yankees. Another friend of the pod. And I go to ask the second question, and Marlon starts to answer, and Glaber goes, "Hold on, I'm going to do this in English." You know, and like it was, his, he was 19, I think, at the time. His first day ever in New York City, in front of a live audience. And I'm like, "Damn, man!" Like that. It it kind of like. It's probably a little silly to make this connection, but for me, when I see him perform well in October, I think about that moment, because I'm like, that's a nerve-wracking thing to do, to speak... Your second language that you're just learning in front of a live audience on your first day in this new city. It happens in to new be the York, biggest city of the world. Yeah. 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 And you and you're like, no, I got this. I'm going to try it. I was like, damn, Glaver, All right. <laughs> like, and his career has kind of shown us that he's never afraid of the moment, you know? Yeah, for sure. So I always think about that moment. It was dope. All right. See, well, you know what? We're going to have to get together again sometime, man. This was good to, to be able to do a podcast. In person, socially distanced, but in person.
1: Yeah, but we definitely need to do it again. Like, yeah, man. This is, uh, you know, it's fun. It's way better doing it, you know, than on the Zoom. Virtually,
0: it, it makes me also excited for when we're able to have guests again,
1: man. I know, I know.
0: Hey, hey Rogan's with Spotify now. We got to talk to talk to Spotify about Rogan has the nurse there, and she swabs everybody. She just tests everybody who comes in, and that's how well, they get their that guests in work person. With Justin
1: Turner, so. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good point. And on that note, you guys know the deal. New episodes every Thursday. Bonus episodes as well. We'll be back next week. Follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And make sure you're following us on social media as well. On Instagram and Twitter. It's at R2C2. Peace.